The regular season sportscast. Everybody, I'm here to give you the weather on the rounds. Here we got 45 degrees here, and the lows going down to 36. It's T-shirt Tuesday here at Energy.com. We're bringing you more and more each day. Got a new hit out there from Sexy Salsa, bringing you the newest and grandest of it. Sexy Salsa, bringing it out there for the Lakers run dry. Here we go. Hey, Lakers fans. I'm sorry how your season's going. This song goes out to you. The Lakers can't win anymore Driving to the hole is no longer allowed Can't even shoot the ball anymore The real team in LA's the Clippers now Some teams just work things out But Kobe just chose to walk away Let's just watch as the Lakers run dry We can watch as Kobe says goodbye Let's just watch as the Lakers go dry Kobe so embarrassed he has to retire Say goodbye Kobe I'm telling you right now, I'm going to be perfectly honest. That just made my hair stand. I'm, t- I'm serious. Sexy salsa is the truth. I mean, you can say what you want about music these days. That man is going to bring, he's going he's gonna to uplift the, the whole movement right now. <sighs> Album being stores, late 2016. Welcome everybody to another episode of the regular season sportscast. I am your host, Jay the Red Santi, here to bring to you another week of sports events, sports information, sports news, and slightly ridiculous and buffoonery. Thank you once again for downloading us at RageWorks.net as well as on iTunes. You guys can live stream it as well. And, uh, just be sure to support not only RageWorks.net, the regular season sportscast, but the other shows that's on there as well. You can also get them graphic tees, y'all. There's some stuff out there that you might want to rock. It's Christmas time, and y'all might want to get some gifts for that special geek that you know. You can get that at RageWorks.net slash shop. That's RageWorks.net slash shop. You can also check the regular season out at the regular season sports cast on Facebook as well as on Instagram, the regular season sports on Twitter. You could get me at RWJ Santi TRSS and the YouTube page where you can listen to the hit single. Hello, Rhonda. Oh, I love that song. That's I'm telling you, sexy salsa, man. 
The guy's the truth, B. You better check check out for that boy. So this week we got, of course, what the opening song was about. The intro was uh, the announcement of Kobe Bryant's retirement. We also have more NBA news with Jaleel Okafor's bar fight. That guy, you, some may have thought that that guy was a boring individual, but phew, he got some shit going on. We're going to also talk uh, NCAA rankings. There's uh, there's still some politics that people may be feeling going on with the whole playoff system in the NCAA college football. I, listen, it's, it's the first year out. We'll we'll get into that. We also have baseball news, uh, possible Barry Bond sighting, as well as some signings going on. People are looking at chops on the on the free agency format, and it looks as though someone's got the big payoff. We're gonna do Turnbuckle Tabloid this week. Just a little bit of discussion with what's been going on with WWE. Uh, doesn't seem doesn't seem as though that the viewership is as as prevalent as it used to be and there are some legends and uh other wrestlers who believe that there's uh there's a rift that's going to be happening between the viewers the fans and the promotion itself i'll be giving you my role review as well and it has pretty much been a slow week in wrestling but not in this place i call the regular season sports cats loved it. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I was able to snag House of Glory's premier wrestler himself, the rogue, Anthony Gangone. Please, please, I'm telling you, it it, 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 it took a lot of wearing down. I mean, I think I, I I'm not going to say I stalked him, but I, I'm just going to say that I was at places that he was and it it, it 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 just got weird after a while oh my oh yeah it got pretty weird i'm i'm just saying i'm just saying but i was finally able to get him in here and we'll see how you'll see how the interview went all right uh plus i want to give you guys another uh aspect of what's going on with house of glory with their big event coming up on december 11th house of glory presents civil war it's a big big end of the year extravaganza so stick around for that all right so just give me just give me a few seconds i'm gonna get back at you guys i gotta pay some dues because you know i got some sponsorship now holla at your boy get back to you in a minute hey ladies are you having a unslightly odor that's coming from your happy happy joy joy spot is the odor so bad that not even small kittens Want to sit on your lap? Yes, my friends. We have a product here just for you that can help tame that snappy beast you call a vagina. And that product is Bumpin' Fresh. That's right, ladies. Bumpin' Fresh. Bumpin' Fresh comes in many arrays of different fragrances and perfumes, such as marijuana mint, honey Hennessy, malt liquor lemon, and honeydew so if you're having problems between those thighs and it smells like someone opened up a new fish market try bumping fresh it'll make your life much easier and your children will want to hug you again bumping fresh Mm, smelling good the regular season sportscast 
So as we do every week, I give you the rundown of the previous week in the NFL, and I give you my pickums for this week. And let me tell you, this past week in the NFL was it was first of all it was jam packed fun because of course we had uh, we had three three games on uh, Thanksgiving. And I believe it was said that the Green Bay Packer Bears game was probably the most watched Thanksgiving Day game ever in the history of the NFL, with, which is amazing for them, uh, especially now with how both teams are, you know, in 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 such such a battle for their division. Green Bay seems to be faltering. Uh, the Bears are on the rise. Also, I also believe that. Because of the the time zone, I believe that that area, that Midwest area, was able to basically pack themselves in front of the TV because you know dinners were probably already done. It was out the way. Boom, the time was set. Bam. And knowing people from that region, they probably was eating while watching the game as well. So it probably didn't even matter if they ate or not. But uh, I, I'm 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 excited for that because. I remember years past when I would watch football on Thursdays. It was only basically like two games. It would be a Cowboy game or the Lions game. Or sometimes you would get them both playing each other. And then that was probably the wrap for the rest of the season. But, you know, to see the three games and they hit all times perfectly well, it, it was it was pretty good. I know I know it's been something that's going on for a few years now. But they, this week seemed to be they, they had the, 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 the beat of what, NFL football fans were anticipating to see. You had the opening game, which was the Eagles versus the Detroit Lions, and I gotta tell you, Matt Stafford showed his ass that day. That was amazing. I mean, this is the guy that I have a feeling if he goes onto the to, to the free agency market next year, there's gonna be a line of people who's gonna want to 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 give him a look. I mean, hey, I could start off with the Eagles, uh the, the Cowboys. Uh I mean, Stafford is going to have just numerous offers getting thrown his way. He's gritty. The, the 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 kid has a heart. I mean, I I think he he possibly suffers what I used to call the the PTSD syndrome in which Mark Sanchez used to have with the Jets where he can't really rely on his front line. But I think nowadays, with what he's been showing the past couple of weeks, he's he they they're building more confidence in him, and he like I said, he was he was he showed ass that day. Good 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 look for him. He was like, he just he just went off. And honestly, oh my god, yeah, it was it was like one of those things. Then we had the Panthers versus the Cowboys, and I I you know I'm I want to. I think this is at the point where now Mayday, 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 Mayday. The, the the Cowboys are just 
they're 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 not looking like they're going to be anywhere close to the playoffs this season. Romo goes down, uh, which was I mean that was hard. That was I I felt bad for 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 him because he was trying to be that big comeback player for them. You know, really showing that after his first game back, he got the win for them. But there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of, of of there was a lot of problems going into that game anyway, and just the Panthers just took advantage and picked them apart. I, I'm I, I I have to say that the Pan the Panthers right now easily easily looks like they can have a straight line to the Super Bowl like easily. I mean, there's some there's some I saw on Bleacher Report, I saw on ESPN, you know, I saw another uh, sports outlets that. There's some teams that there's some writers that believe that the Panthers are actually the worst undefeated team in possibly the history, which I don't understand at all. I don't get that at all. They just seem to be clicking on all cylinders. Cam is looking amazing. He's throwing that ball like if he's throwing a baseball and hitting a catcher, like if he's pitching and, and hitting a catcher in the strike zone each time he's throwing to a receiver. It's amazing. Front line is holding up for him. They open up gaps for him when he needs to if he's able to scramble. Defense is being way way more uh overachieving than 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 they've ever played i i like i said i don't know i don't know where these riders i don't know if they're trying to be uh controversial or or just want to stir the pot but uh, you know you know kudos to, to the carolina panthers and i hope it continues for them i it's it's a good look for them then we had the bears and the packers game that thursday uh um it, it it was it 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 was the game that you thought it would be, but like I, I mentioned in weeks before, I'm really really think that Aaron Rodgers is playing with some type of injury that he's not letting everyone know about. I think that he's more banged up, possibly dealing with some some sort of I don't know if it's vision or concussion type effects. I don't know what it is, but he just doesn't look like the Aaron Rodgers of old. And it's not that the, the play schemes have. I must say that I, I'm strong J for, for for Eddie Lacy coming back. I mean, really, like, thank you. Oh my! Yes, please, thank you because you you gave me some fantasy points this week, Eddie. Because I didn't know where you were at. Believe me, but um, it, it's it's good to say that that the Bears are on on the incline there. They're making their way. Like Jay Cutler, who's like the most boringest quarterback in the history of quarterbacks, but he's actually looking as he's he's getting comfortable in the position and everybody else around him is starting to feel their way back to him so it's it's it's, it's that that the division is going to be one that you have to really really pay attention to if you if you're a big football fan uh going down the line we had finally the Bengals were able to bounce back although they were playing a Rams team but this is a team that that they needed to play to to reassure their dominance in in their division as well in the AFC. It was a it was a funny game with the Vikings and the Falcons because you you really I mean Teddy B and it was just one of those that I I thought that possibly would have been more of a of a of a, a gunslinger shootout between both quarterbacks but actually the defense was able to hold things down. Uh the Giants and the Redskins Giants made a late run in the fourth quarter. Odell Becker made an amazing catch. But, you know, once again, the Giants is that team that they're the opposite of what the Panthers are doing. 
they're the underachievers, especially in this division. The you know the NFC East should be a gimme right now. Cowboys aren't in it. Philly's playing horrible. They 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 don't have the weapons that they need. The Redskins are slightly on the incline. They have some um they have some momentum behind them, but the Giants are just they're they're like chickens with their head cut off. Like they're cut off. Like I don't understand it. That I don't, I don't get. What more do they need to do to at least stay on stay on ground with the NFC East? You know, the, the defenses are, are 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 slacking in the secondary. They let a big play happen with Deshaun Jackson scoring easily. So uh, there's a lot of work to be done. And to be honest, I'm a Giants fan and all, but I don't see them locking up that NFC East. It's unfortunate because they got some big games ahead of them, and it might be a big, humongous problem. You have the Colts and the Buccaneers, and it's looking like Hasselback is the savior for the Colts right now. Although uh, uh, general management and coaching is saying that you know Andrew Luck doesn't have to worry about it, he, uh, there's no there's no issues where he will have to fight for his position again. It's automatic; he'll come back. But um, I don't know. I, I I think to see to to see him slide in easily to where Hasselbeck has been very successful. I don't I don't see it happening. I think there's actually going to be something going down the road in which uh there 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 will be some discrepancy going on on that on that forefront. And then we had the Ra- uh the Raiders versus the Titans. Derek Carr once again showing, you know, the NFL that he's actually going to be the truth. He's uh he's he's showing that he he can actually play with the big boys. Uh, more power to him. The Jets and the Dolphins. It was good to see that uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick was able to shave that beard and maybe help them out a little bit more confidence. But <laughs> no, but honestly, it was a good win for the Jets. They really needed that uh, uh, Fitzgerald and and Marshall hooking up. It looks like it'll be a strong tandem. I hope, I hope the Jets stay confident with Fitzgerald's ability. Uh, excuse me, uh, Fitzpatrick's uh, ability. I'm sorry, uh, Fitzpatrick's ability because uh, he's he's another one of those guys. He's a gamer. He's you know he has that that uh that 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 old school type of playing mentality. Like you could have seen him playing in the '60s, you know, getting into the mud and playing in the dirt, getting down in the nitty gritty and playing ball. So I'm hoping uh, Fitzpatrick is it's going to be that good fit for the Jets, and they don't want to sit and look for the you know, big name QB for them to. Uh, pioneer themselves in the future uh we also had the seahawks and the steelers seahawks were able to uh lock down a win steelers uh well let me just say that it's 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 although they have a high powered offense they still have a uh gimme defense it's still uh, on the on the fence on whether or not they're able to lock it down when when need be, especially when you're playing against uh big teams with a high powered offense as well, so they need to find some type of uh they need to find some type of of, of scheme that especially in the passing game that is is going to hold down some teams some teams. The Patriots, guess what, guys? For all you Patriots haters, it's no more. Oh my God! Yep, looks like it's done for, guys. They are no longer undefeated you know i know there was a lot of patriot fans out there that was just screaming at their tv fuck you fuck you fuck you but you know 
the defense for the Broncos has always been there. Now it was just finding a way to hold off any team. I mean, will we'll, we'll stay in games with with other teams offensively. And then you know it didn't hurt to have a walk off TD. I mean, I mean, Anderson just was able to make it happen. And it looked like just a pretty much a, a day, a, a brisk day in a wall, a park for him. He just walked through that, that fucking D. It was, it was cool. And it was snowing, but still he made it seem so, so easy. And speaking of walk-offs, in, in the Monday night game, it was the Ravens and the Browns. And really, another, another legion of fans who was just probably screaming at their TVs. Block point, a uh, block field goal that goes in for a walk off touchdown. Also, it's it's, it's crazy, it's crazy. It's like, uh, uh, you know, the Browns. It almost makes me feel as though that they are trying to sabotage themselves. And even when they sat there and sat Manziel for his, you know, just him being what he is, I he didn't he wasn't out there, you know. It, shooting anyone he wasn't beating any you know any any party goers down on he was out there chilling and to me i just looked at them and was like you stupid really you look like you want to sabotage your team i don't know whether it's like you want to move them out i don't know i don't know i really don't get it but uh yeah it, it, it it's it was it was a tough week there was a lot of injuries that occurred very very um unfortunate at the top, uh, uh, Gronkowski went out for the Patriots, which that looks like it's going to be, it's going to hurt them. That uh, it's going to hurt them really bad because you know you have Edelman out, you have uh, Amendola out, now you have Gronkowski out. I mean, Brady's a guy who can make miracles with just about anyone, but it this this one is looking like it, it's getting real slim for them over there. Then of course Big Ben goes out as well. Jimmy Graham for Seattle. Uh, the Bengals lose uh, Elford, but I don't. I don't. Uh, it, it doesn't look like he's going to be out for too long. As I as I'm reading it through here, uh, they have him listed as doubtful. I mean, uh, you know, we know that the game is pretty much uh, about injuries, but it, it seems like this year there's a lot of big big names that's going out. Chris Johnson and Andre Ellington are both out for the Cardinals. Which is tough, especially for their backfield. These guys, it's back their backfield. The uh, the team is, is running on all cylinders, and to 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 lose two big wheels like that could could probably probably hurt them in the long run. Uh, Jeremy Hill's out as well for the Bengals. T.J. Ward for Denver. An- another one that hurts badly for the Jaguars is Allen Hearns. Uh, he it's probably one of their big name receivers right now. Giants lose Dominique Rogers Cromartie. And uh, Carlos Williams is out for Buffalo. Buffalo's uh, is still trying to get back in form. They just had uh, McCoy come back from his injuries recently. You know, he was nursing some stuff, and now you know it looks like it's going to be on the back end as well. So let's see how that folds up. I know a lot of guys in fantasy football are just piss the fuck off because I know a lot of their players are out. Uh, I lost Ben, so I know it's. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a long well it's been a long season I'm not making the fucking playoffs anyway so uh, yeah so oh my god I know it's unfortunate I think I'm done with fantasy football I really am I'm just like I'm so done I'm not even having fun anymore 
it's just become painful. I'm just, <laughs> I'm at a, when anything that I do that has to deal with money, like I always said, I'm mush. I'm just, I'm just mush. So there's no rhyme or reason for me to be part of anything that has to do with betting or being a part of something. So I need to remind myself for next season that I have to uh, cut away from all that ridiculousness. Which will lead us into So this Thursday we have The Packers at the Lions I'm not going to be surprised if the Lions win. I'm really not. I'm really not. Green Bay looks like they're shooting themselves in the foot. And they're really not finding any answers. They, 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 it does not seem to it doesn't seem to be working over there. So I'm going with the Lions. Jets and Giants. <laughs> oh God. I, I really want I really want to say the Giants are gonna win. I really, really want to. And I'm gonna and, and I'm going to. I'm gonna say the Giants are winning. Going to. But to be honest, the Jets look to be playing better their defense looks like it's going to be a problem for the Giants offense Giants can't catch a ball Giants can't catch a cold if they was outside butt naked in minus 10 degree weather so it, it's just it's just looking that way so although I, I have a feeling the Jets are going to win I'm going to go with the Giants Cardinals and Rams eh I go to the Cardinals Falcons at the Buccaneers you know this is one of those games in which that you would think that the Falcons should be able to win this, but they're not as well playing as as high as they did early on in the season. So I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. We got the Seahawks and the Vikings. Teddy B versus Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson does not have uh, Graham, but I don't really think that's a factor anyway. But, you know, the boom hasn't been what they used to be, so I'm going to go with the Vikings. 49ers at Bears. The Bears by like 35. Jaguars at Titans. Ah. I want to say the Titans. I really do. But I think the Jaguars are actually going to pull this one out. So I'm going with the Jaguars. Titans and Bills. Titans are actually, you know, they're fighting, they're scratching it. They're getting they're in that, they're in that division, they're in that hunt. And I think with the Bills being at home. I think they'll actually take this one. I'm going Buffalo. Ravens at Dolphins. Uh, Flacco's gone. Although they were able to pull out a win. Uh, I'm going to say the Dolphins. Bengals and Browns. Uh, the Browns, like I said, they, they, I, I think they're trying to do Harry Carey with themselves. I'm going to go with the Bengals. Chiefs and Raiders. Uh, this is actually a pretty good game. I, I, I want to go with the Raiders on this one, but for some deep, deep reason, I think the Raiders will hurt themselves in this one. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Let me cue back up this. There we go. We have the Broncos and Chargers. Chargers are actually supposed to be a better team than what they are, man. I was glad to see that Antonio Gates played a part last week. And the offense, he'd been missing for quite some time. I was actually about to put him on the uh, on, on a missing poster 
in the post office. But um, yeah, he, he he finally bounced back and got back into the game. They actually were able to find him. But I'm gonna go with the Broncos, Eagles, and Patriots. Brady Brady could win on his own against the Eagles this week. I really think so. He could just sit out there and just throw the a, a fullback and he's gonna win. I'm going with the Patriots. Panthers and Saints. The Saints defense is like non-existent. They might as well be like ghost in the spirit world. They're not there. You can run right through them. They're Saints, I guess, if you want to say that. Yeah. So I'm going with the Panthers. Steelers and Colts. This is a this is this is a good one. This this might be the this might be the good one. This is the the eight thirty game. The you know I I want to go because they're playing in Pittsburgh. I want to say that Pittsburgh will pull this one out, depending on not what regardless of who the quarterback is. But it's that 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 uh it's that 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 Hasselback story that's everybody's intriguing and they seem like everybody's rallying around him. I would like to say Indianapolis, but I got to go with Pittsburgh. And finally, for the Monday night, we have the 830 game, the Cowboys and the Redskins. It almost sounds racist when you think about it. Cowboys versus the Redskins. Anyway, um, I'm going to go with the Redskins on this one. Unfortunately, I, I have to because I think they are the better team for this contest. This is why I need the Giants to win to stay in the hunt. But I already know. All right, whatever. That's that's my pickums. The regular season sports kids. Man, we talking sports and shit. All right. So this segment, this segment of sports and shit, which is just an, a random array of different sports that we'll talk about, what's in the news. Of course, the big news right now is the announcement of Kobe Bryant's retirement, which some may say may be two years too long after due to his injuries and stuff. I myself believe that, you know, he's always been a competitor. He's always been a fighting a fighting kind of guy he's always want to be in the hunt to to win championships he wants to try to stick with his team through thick and thin but you know it's 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 about time really it is it's about time you know there's there's just some players who don't know how to let go and i think that in his situation where he knows that the body's breaking down shoulder injuries you know back you know he just just a multitude of injuries that he was he was dealing with. I think that this this is his calling, and and for him to go out the way that he's going is honorable, in my opinion. I believe that it's it's more of a it's it's more honorable because he doesn't leave the team in the win. Because if he announces retirement at the end of the season, once it's done, it just seems you know it, it doesn't prepare the Lakers for. You know what? What they have to scramble for. At least now, they know ahead of time he will be leaving, and they now could be prepared of for what moves they need to make to try to fill the void, which they never will. You know, Kobe could be easily considered one of the top five Lakers of all time. 
Kobe could be considered probably one of the 10 best players in the history of the NBA. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you Kobe haters. It's true. It, it It's true. I know that there's his arrogance played off on the field. I mean, excuse me, on the on the court and and his and his his way that he took the game, it was how come how he wore his heart on his sleeve that it it troubled a lot of you people. But let me tell you something, and many times I'm going to refer to wrestling because that's what I know. You always need that type of individual in any sport. Why? Because then what else do we have to go on with? Everybody can't be. The Boy Scout. We all can't be the John Cena's. We all can't be the Peyton Manning's. They all can't do that because then it's boring. We just have the sport. You need that, you know, Jedi versus the dark side. You need the heel versus the face. You need that, you know. As much as you guys sat there and and, and many of you guys will sit there and go, oh, Jordan is the greatest of all time. Fuck LeBron and all that. Jordan was a fucking bastard. He was an asshole. He treated people like shit. And even to this day, there's this there's stories of him even now. He's not even playing anymore. He's treating people like shit. You know, Kobe has been very low key after his 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 injuries. You know, he's he's he, you barely you hear barely hear a peep about him. Ever since that incident that happened in Colorado years ago, you you didn't hear a peep about him. He he was able to, you know, stay out of the forefront and you know, it's fine. You, you, everybody's entitled to their opinion. You know, you're, you're more power to you. But let me just run this off quick, and I want to see name your your favorite player of all time, and see if he has a, a list like this: five time NBA championship, two time NBA Finals MVP, most valuable player in two thousand eight. Which I was surprised that he only won one. Uh, 17-time All-Star, which I think they probably give him a, a, a synonymous one for this year, I believe. I think he will. Four-time uh, NBA All-Star MVP. 11-time All-NBA First Team. I mean, come on. It, it's it, Nine-time NBA All-Defensive Team. For you people who say that Kobe don't play no D, you're out of your fucking mind. Two-time NBA Scoring Champion. I mean, the the list goes on. He's a Lakers all-time leading scorer. I mean, come on, you, you you guys you guys are kidding me. And then he's like the the the, the, the he has the third highest scoring in NBA history. Like I said, it, you you can you can say what you want about him, but you 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 do have to acknowledge the 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 work and and then the. the the accomplishments he's made i mean hello hello really you gotta you gotta put it together uh with that being said i don't understand i wasn't a big kobe fan myself but i i acknowledge the guy the, the guy could fuck he could play ball you know he, he was not he was not a guy in which that you didn't recognize when he went on that court you didn't you knew he was gonna go out there and put up points you know 70 points a game he's a uh, 70 point uh, 70 point game he's done um, numerous 40 50 points game i mean this is this is accomplishments that's and he he's had players with him you know he he had teams in which that he didn't need to put all that output in and he did it and sure you guys sit there and say oh you know look at all the, the, the points he put up but how about you know his assist not everybody's built to do that shit man show them 
Kobe will Kobe will shoot the ball forty fucking times. Not give a fuck. He'll do it. But with that forty times that he put up there, you're getting about fifty something points out of it. Seriously. You have to think about that in the long run, especially when you had a struggling team and nobody else wanted the ball more than him. Didn't care. Not at all. Didn't give a fuck. That you know, teams down by three, you needed a clutch three. Give me the ball. And he'll try to get a fucking four point play if he could. Like he was that dude. So, you know, I would I I'm 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 saddened because it's one of those things where you you don't when you're when I'm younger, you don't really get to see players you don't see their whole career. Right? And now you start I'm starting it goes to show my age now, because now I'm starting to see all these guys retiring and, and and I was there to say that I saw when he was drafted. He's drafted by you know, the Hornets, and then he was traded, and, it, and you know it, it, it was one of those things that you followed his career, and and you you know even though you didn't like how he was, you knew that it was a star in the making. So um, I just want I, you know I, it's just one of those things that we have to acknowledge that the man put in the work that he did, and he although he had his issues, he's one of those guys that when he walks away. He is the representative of the NBA. The regular season sportscast. In other NBA news, it seems like uh, Philadelphia 76er Jaleel Okafor has got some stuff going on with that young man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. TMZ shows a video of Mr. Okafor outside of a Boston bar getting himself in a little scuffle with a bar patron and i'll tell you one thing if the boy doesn't want to play with the nba play in the nba anymore he surely uh he surely could try out for the ufc it's it it's crazy you, you know you try to be low-key with what um with what's going on as a rookie and you really don't want to stir some stuff up especially you know with a team that's not playing well but you know you he's playing he's playing a hell of a ball but you you really don't want to be seen in that kind of light but apparently the patron tried to test them and he was like go ahead make my day and sure enough he did he beat the shit out of the guy <coughs> excuse me and there's also reports that he's already has another run-in with the law he apparently was uh caught uh speeding in his car as well back in i believe in august so uh, he's yeah well Many have believed that the, 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 the young man was leaving, leading such a boring life, but seems not. Seems like the guy got some things going on with him. So uh, hopefully he doesn't get into that whole rap with all these players that they get money. They don't know how to act. They start losing their mind and you know they, they, they have this sense of entitlement and he just falls into that to that whole sp- downward spiral so the, somebody needs to get a hold of him and get a hold of him fast we talking sports and shit man so this week the NCAA college football playoff rankings was revealed it comes out every Tuesday and so far they have Clemson at 1 Alabama at 2 Oklahoma at 3 and Iowa at 4 which is going to be interesting because once again, Michigan State is not on there, and it seems as though that this will be the make or break game for them 
to uh, get into the dog fight. Uh, Iowa's playing undefeated. Their uh, Michigan is uh, Michigan State is going to uh, have to pull off another win and see if they could actually be in contention. Me, I don't give a shit because my fucking Wolverines lost against Ohio State. Uh, it wasn't close. It was a trouncing, and um, fuck them. But people have some concerns about how the NCAA's playoff rankings have been going, how the playoff system is being set. Me personally, it's it's actually in its early stages of development. I don't have a problem with it. You know, there's there's already talks of expanding it to possibly eight game, uh, eight teams to uh, branch it out, which I'm fine with. I don't care. You know, any any anything to 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 bring more football to the TV and let's solidify a true champion. But now, now you're going to broaden the scope. Is it going to be just the team's record, strength of schedule? Are we going to bring in, if it's going to be eight teams, are we going to have one from each selected conference? Uh, or do we split conferences now? Do we have it's the PAC 10 and the SEC can have a representative, some shit like that. Uh, you know, everybody, everybody thinks that they have some type of solution to how to crown a national championship. But when you have over a hundred fucking teams in the league, what the hell are you gonna do? I mean, seriously, what do you what what, what do you think you're gonna do? I think the way that the system is set up now, I think it's fine. You know, they start doing their selections the first week of November, which is uh, which is fair. I just think that they need to play more on the strength of schedule because if you want to be competitive, then you may need to start really setting up the schedule to where the most competitive teams because it's all about lineage, you know, regardless of what you think. You know, if, if there's a team that's been around since the 1900s they're always going to acknowledge them as a powerhouse team it's always going to be regardless but we need to start getting a feel from what it was last season to what they transitioning to next season being uh loss of seniors uh players that they they recruited uh, any guys who are red shirted and uh, coaching staff and then devise a schedule which can play off to see who is actually going to be the dominant team. All right. So, like I said, many may have issues with already with how the NCAA is going. Me, myself, I think it's fine. The regular season sportscast. So, in boxing, which I really, rarely would cover, but I had to do it for this show, uh, Tyson Fury defeats uh, Vladimir Klitschko for the whatever the fuck heavyweight championship because with all the fucking belts that they have over there who the fuck knows it could be a fucking Gucci belt who the fuck knows um, he defeats Klitschko for the championship and does something that um, not many boxers would be known to do but uh, yeah, to take a gander German fans and most of all it's a dedication to me wife I can lay awake just to see you breathing. Oh my. Watch you smile while you were sleeping. Are you doing? you far away and dreaming. She I wasn't ready. My life in the sweet surrender. Oh! 
I don't care what any of you guys tell me. He is no sexy salsa. The regular season sports kids. And to close out uh, sports and shit, we have two MLB news. Uh, seems as though that Barry Bonds has got himself a job. Yeah, he's come out of hiding. Go, Barry. He's come out of hiding, and now he has a job as a co-hitting instructor for the uh, Miami Marlins, which is a good look for him. Uh, I'm just hoping that he steers anybody away from any pharmaceuticals. If anybody comes up to him and uh, ask him how he was such a great player, I'd rather him not you know, educate them on that. Just tell them to Google the shit. And finally... David Price, the signing from Toronto during the midseason for the MLB Toronto Blue Jays, uh, was able to come off free agency and signed a. Let me get this straight. This is ridiculous because he didn't do shit in the fucking playoffs. Uh, Two hundred and seven million dollar contract. No, let me say this again. $207 million contract. You stupid. No, it's it's true. I know a lot of you Yankee fans are glad that they didn't you know, do what they usually do and say, we'll pay $200 million and eight. No? We, no? Okay. Uh, but right now, Zach Greinke is licking his chops. Oh, my God. He is over there just... Waiting to see what the offers is going on. I'm telling you, it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. Extra, extra, read all about it. Take a gander at Turnbuckle Tabloid. All right, so this week a Turnbuckle Tabloid, tabloid. It's gonna be pretty much quick because there wasn't really too much movies and shakings and wrestling this week. But it was interesting to learn that. Uh, it does. It seems like, as always, the internet community is not happy with what the product in which WWE is pushing right now. Uh, it seems as though that the ratings went down for Raw once again. It went down to a 2.1 share, which is, I always say it's common around this time because of football and stuff, but it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like it's going to taper off and possibly build back up. People could point the finger out at anything that they want. It could be the the product that they have and out. There's not enough wrestling. Uh, the storylines aren't making sense. The program isn't going to a direction that you know fans may want it to see. Blah 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 blah. Even Mick Foley, on his Facebook page, made a statement in which he he noted that he may no longer watch Raw WWE again, which put. Things in perspective, he went on to say that the you know it doesn't seem as though creative doesn't have any idea what they're doing. Uh, there's, there's a lot of talent on a roster, or you know, even though one goes down, others go up. Blah blah blah. 
which pushed Stone Cold Steve Austin, who has a podcast, to reach out to Mick so they can discuss this on their po- a future podcast, which would be great. Uh, if you guys don't listen to Stone Cold's podcast, you really should. It's on Podcast One, and they also have it on YouTube. But his podcast is utterly amazing. A guy you, you would not think he's able to put together a podcast. You think, oh, my bitch, you said that. At the, uh, drinking beers and, and shooting some guns around and, and give me a hell yeah. Now the guy actually could put words together and get a, uh, and get you know, a, a good conversation out between his guests. I've been, I've been catching up on a lot of it. So take a, take a, if you have the chance, take a listen to it. He could do a live read as well, which I'm got to fucking learn how to do. Um, it's, 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 it's noted that. All right. I, I, I want to, I want to just, let some of you guys out there in the wrestling world understand something fine creative may not be doing what they're doing right now but for you guys who think they could book a better show because you have wwe 2k16 and you could build whatever roster you have and whatever storylines you can do it's not the same it really isn't you need to check yourself and really just stop thinking you're bigger than what the product is you you really don't know shit and fine opinions are like assholes like i always said everyone has them and most of them stink but for you to sit there and cry every fucking week on and on your social media blogs on your fucking podcast on twitter on fucking facebook wherever the fuck you're gonna cry at and say i'm not watching this shit no more you're full of shit stop because every week you're commenting on it stop it stop it and for those who do have wrestling podcasts and don't watch it or don't pay attention to it why have a fucking wrestling podcast i'm just saying i'm just saying and don't sit and watch one product don't watch one product it's 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 you're not a fan then just say you're a fan of wwe don't say you're a wrestling fan i watch wwe ring of honor um tna as bad as it is i watch that uh, if, I, if I get the chance to watch New Japan, I'm waiting for uh, Lucha Underground to come out. I watch old school wrestling. I watch, you know, I, I watch indie wrestling whenever I can. If I don't, if I can't get out to an indie show, I try to get to see the stuff on YouTube. I watch wrestling, you know, and just because you know the lingo doesn't mean you you're fu- you're in fucking wrestling. Stop it. I, I now start to get the sense of why other wrestlers get annoyed. It's because of pricks like you who think you guys know more than you do. And you don't. You really fucking don't. It's that clean cut. Do me a favor. And I really don't want to give this bit of information for you guys. Because, you know, then it might go to your head and you still might think that you know more than somebody else. And this and, and this goes for any sport. I mean, anything. If Just say it. You know, you're a soccer fan. You love soccer. You try to watch as much soccer as you can. Don't sit there and just say, uh, I love soccer, but you only watch the fucking Premier League. No, like, expand your shit. I-, I love MMA, but you only watch fucking UFC. Stop it. Just say you love one thing and that's it. Here's my tidbit. Go on YouTube. Look for wrestling shoe interviews. And if you guys are so into knowing what wrestling is, a shoot means that it's true, real real talk like i'm doing right now i'm doing a shoot i'm giving you real talk you guys kayfabe you guys know that it's supposed to mean fake 
shoot is real intimate. Well, you'll sit there and you'll listen to real wrestlers, real promoters, real bookers, real referees, and they give you a little a little insight on what it is backstage. Guys, your favorite wrestler does not want to win all the time. He's not going to win all the time. The only fucking wrestler that I know that wanted to win all the time was Bret Hart. Everywhere he went, all he he never wanted to fucking lose. Anybody else knew they had to do what is called the job, in which it is. It's a job. Guys like Dolph Ziggler, guys like Tyler Breeze, guys like Cesaro, they all know they are doing the job because that's the job. And when something opens up, things may go their way. If not, this is their job. These guys are making six figures a year. They're going all over the world. They're seeing places we would never see. You only probably fucking see it on your PlayStation 4 if you ever played any fucking any world-renowned fucking games or if you're on a computer playing SimCity or shit like that. They're seeing everything. And you really think they fucking care if they're walking around with a piece of fucking leather with metal on it? Come on, man. Be, fuck, be for real. They're doing the job. The one thing they could be upset about is how it's going, how it's put together, why it's happening. A lot of these motherfuckers don't want that 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 stress of having to make appearances, being in front of the TV, being in front of fucking uh, uh, interviews all the time because they. Ch- you think some of them don't want that shit? They just want to go out there, and their brass ring is just being at WWE, being at the main show. That's it. Some of them don't have the charisma. Some of them don't have the mic skills. Some of them have the wrestling skills. And to be honest, a lot of the wrestling skills. Listen to it. There's an interview between Stone Cold and Raven on one of his pod, on Stone Cold's podcast. Raven even cuts it, you know, says it cut and dry. Dude, at the end of the day, it's all about your presentation, how you come off, how you dictate the ring, what, what you dictate into the storytelling you do. And that's how you get over. That's it. You guys cry about John Cena only having five fucking moves. Dean Ambrose is the same shit. But you know what's the end of the day, what the result is? You guys are compelled to Dean because you know his history. You're not compared to John anymore because John is uh, the Boy Scout. Whatever. Fuck it. Just, just listen. Do yourself a favor, like I said. This is my tidbit. This is the red tidbit to you. Listen to some shoot interviews. Do yourself a favor. As for Raw this week, it looks like Raw just seemed to like hear the cries, not only of the wrestling fans, but I think they did themselves a favor and looked inside themselves and said, we need to start adding different elements and and possibly pushing stuff together more. Meaning, it looks like an episode of Gotham because now it's the rise of the fucking villains in, in WWE because now you have the League of Nations which is now Sheamus, Wade Barrett uh, uh, Alberto Del Rio and um, I forgot the oh and, and, and Rusev which that fucking story is, is annoying the hell out of me uh, and now joining up with the New Day which is cool our, look, our heroes cannot always win. I, I'm, I'm enjoying the fact that the villains are actually, and they're good villains. It's not bullshit, cheap, X-Pac heat, fucking uh, Eva Marie heat. No, these are actually good and entertaining heels. That fucking New Day fusion shit was hilarious. I I, I was done with that shit. And then um, when you had 
3D going up against Team 3D going up against the Wyatts, and it seems like you know all is lost because there's only two of them and four of them, and <gasps> out comes Tommy Dreamer. Oh my! Yes, out came Tommy Dreamer. Oh my God! There was mark out moment there. Please, we we all know we did it. Uh, other than that, it, it, oh, and, and uh, Ric Flair parents, which thank you. You're now starting to give Charlotte the Charlotte that we knew in NXT, which is you got to start getting that winning by any means necessary, which is what her dad did. So, yeah, let's let's start let's start giving that look to her. I mean, it all it all seems like all the fucking divas are starting to be like. I'm sorry, but it, it looks like they're all becoming cunts. I know some of these ladies don't like that word, but it is. But to be honest, in many, you know, you might disagree on it, but that's what females are. They're they're bitchy to each other. They they're not friends. They they're smiling your face the next minute. They're on fucking social media talking shit about you and throwing subs. That's what it really is. So we need to see more of that. Fuck it. If there's not a fucking face in the divas division, who gives a shit? Just, you know, make them all catty broads. Fuck it. Let them all not like each other. Scratch. I'll scratch your eyes out, bitch. Don't even fuck with me. So that's my, <laughs> that's my royal wrap up. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Actually, my um, <laughs> my editor is gonna freaking kill me for this because <laughs> he hates when I use licensed music. But I pretty much get carte blanche because if I'm introducing someone, I can get away with it. So there's no copyright infringement. <laughs> but I gotta tell you, I chose this for you because you remind me of ACDC. They're small, but they're powerful. When they come on, they have a presence that's just amazing. You hear, you hear the lead just rip, vibrate through the crowd. And then Angus, his little small petite ways when he's on the guitar, he's shredding. He reminds me of you when you get into fight mode, pretty much. So it's just, I don't know. I, I thought about. It, I said that, that's gang going. It's crazy. If you guys don't know, I am lucky enough and blessed enough. All right, you guys out there in the world didn't believe that could happen, but I did it. I was able to do it. I was able to pull it off. Um, I think I paid Brian about 20 bucks and, and a bottle of Ace of Spades or something like that. <laughs> I got here the man. Uh, I, I, I want to say, I can say that I, I, I'm one of those. That I've been an HOG guy for for. Like day one, I mean, I remember you—you you guys helped out in Pro Slam and all that. Yeah. Um, and to see the man himself, Anthony Gangone, like just—you have like leaps and bounds have have just made strides. The Rogue himself, like it's seriously, it's it's amazing. I remember seeing you in Pro Slam, and uh, <laughs> it's funny because I spoke I spoke about this one time. We were we were we were I, I got the rundown for a pro slam show and you were on the card, but somebody didn't put the lineup right for the card or the match that night. 
and your name got mixed up with somebody else's and I wasn't aware what was going on. You know, the promoter that day was all over the place and I guess he was, I don't know. I don't know if he was drinking forties in the back of the case maybe, but, um, when I got, when, when I went to do my stand up with you, I called you by the wrong name. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit. What the hell? And like you ran with it and you ran with it. He was so spot on. He was like, that's not my name. And I, and I was like, shit. And I was like, fuck, we could actually run with this for a little bit. And then hopefully one day you'll beat the shit out of me or yeah. something. But other than that, but to see what, what you've become, I mean, Anthony, I mean, Mr. Gangone, I mean, come on. I, can you believe that? What, how long you been in the business already? Well, I've been training at House of Glory for four years. Four years. And indie wrestling for uh, three and a half. How, and so you was basically at the at right there when the doors opened at House of Glory? Uh, I came in a year after. Okay. Yeah. But was it like, did you like have that feeling that you, like, you knew that wrestling was going to be your niche, like it was going to be that thing for you? Did you have like, like that, that, I don't know, because there's certain individuals who are, who, are either drawn to it or they just go out to it by happenstance or they just do it because they feel they can do it. Did you know that it could be like that for you? Yeah, I mean, I always thought I would I would do it since, like, the age of four. There's nothing else I wanted to do besides that. So it's just, uh, I wish I would have started slightly earlier. Right. But, uh, I mean, 19 was when I started. Which is, I mean, well, yeah, there, there's there's some who actually get kicked down, try to kick down doors at, like, 15. Yeah. Uh, red, uh. <laughs> but even so, with 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 you coming in at that age, were you like prepared for for what was in store? As in, you know, the 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 the, the bumps, the you know, the ring ropes, and all that. But did you like? Did you pretty pretty much have an idea what it was? Uh I thought I knew what uh, what wrestling was until I started trading. Mm-hmm. I I I don't want to say that it came easy to me but uh i i had more of a natural progression uh, mm. maybe a little bit faster than were you athletic people. beforehand did yeah, you play I, sports and yeah, stuff like yeah, that yeah i played sports in, in uh in grammar school and uh a little bit of high school and stuff right other than that yeah but when 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 you got through, when you got into the ring yeah. for the first time yeah like what is like i mean i've 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 talking i've spoken to some of the guys but they've never really given me the full like idea of what goes on, what's the full when you when you like your first day in, what is the first thing that they do? Uh first day in I had to pick up a heavy bag like uh I don't know, forty times, drop it in in on the mat itself. And then, you know, your bumps and then uh we did a few rolls mm-hmm. and uh other than that, yeah. But it was a lot of uh uh, endurance and, and and cardio the first day. Did you do the uh, the the typical thought process of maybe this is not for me? No. This is- <laughs> actually, the right before I came into the school, I was actually so nervous that I almost didn't open the door and almost went back to my car. Wow. Yeah. Did, it was was House of Glory your your first choice of wrestling schools you want to go to? Uh, I I went to NYWC the year prior. Mm-hmm. But financially, it just didn't work out for me. And then I was found, Johnny Rods there? Was that no, no, no. Uh, at the time, uh, it's Mikey Whipwreck School. Oh, Mikey. At, okay. at the time, uh, who was the trainer? Pat Buck was the trainer over there. Mm. So, but and when you finally were able to open the door and you, you stepped in after day one, yeah, what went through your mind? That this is where I should be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's funny because you you come off so like. 
withdrawn. Yeah. <laughs> but you are the guy at House of Glory when you're in the ring and there's mic time. We scream, give him the mic. Yeah. <laughs> how, how is that? It's, it's funny that you, you seem so subdued right now, but in the ring, you just seem to come alive. How, like, is that an, does that come natural? Like, I know a lot of people say that they play off the opposite of themselves. Is that the same for you? Uh, I, w- I wouldn't say it's the opposite of me, but, uh, I, I've kind of been playing around with this idea that, um, maybe, the real life me is more of the mask than the 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 um, gimmick me. Right. So, may I, I feel definitely feel more comfortable in the ring than I do anywhere else. Yeah. So, and then you, it plays off well because yeah. uh, I, I see there's 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 certain guys who you, you, when you when you see them in a the ring, not even promo wise, just basically ring technicians or, or, or ring maneuvers. There's certain guys that you could tell a, in their mind they're going two three four hit the ropes step two like you can see them count you're like they're pacing you are like a natural to it mm-hmm. do you feel that that came you know over time or it was something that you just you were you know like they were able to you were able to get get it quickly from 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 red and brian uh, i i mean i would say that i kind of picked it up kind of quickly but i definitely you know had matches uh like that mm-hmm. counting my my steps and uh and all that but i i would say that i probably picked it up relatively quickly how long it took before you got your first legit match uh six months really yeah that wow. was my goal six wow. months yeah that's 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 good that's good I, I know of guys in other schools that it takes them a year two yeah. i get it really. but six months get your first match mm-hmm you remember who was it? Uh, what it went down? Uh, it was at. It wasn't even in House of Glory, but uh, it was in Massachusetts for NEFW at the time, and I teamed with Panda Man, a uh, guy by the name of Alex Reyes, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was Mark Quinn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we faced. Uh, I don't remember everyone in the match, but it was Scott Wilde was in it, Isaiah Rex, Valkyrie, and uh, someone else. But I. I the name escapes me. Who, who, who did the over there? Who, who, who did the um? Who put who, who put over anyone that night? Who was the one that took the pin for? It was the draw. It was a draw. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. A good, that's a good way to start the yes. career. <laughs> that's a good way to start. Who was it that says? I mean, because I, I know that Red and and Brian, they're, you know, as much as people may see them, you know, with Red with his, you know, his illustrious career, Brian as well, and, you know, him being the CEO and, you know, the, that me. But he, he, he keep those two keep you guys close with family and, and I, I hear how, you know, everybody at House of Glory just, just always seems to have each other's back. When is it that they're, that they say to you, okay, you can go out and, you know, like, to take the booking at Massachusetts, like when when does that call come to you that you say you're able to say you know? Well, uh, I guess it happened by accident for me. Uh, someone couldn't make the show and they needed someone. And at the time, not other than Panda Man and Alex Reyes, no yeah. one, no one else was wrestling. Right. So it was an eight man tag. So you can kind of hide weaknesses there. So right. Uh, Brian and uh, I think it was Red it might have been just Brian took me aside and said hey I need you to do this and I felt I uh, I wouldn't say I was ready but uh, you know I could fake it enough right (laughs) (laughs) quote unquote fake it enough but um, you, you you seem to also have this 
maturity when yeah. it comes to to wrestling. I mean, you you said six months in, you know, you've already been doing it for this long. But it seems like I say, like, this seems like a maturity to it. Like, were you like a historian of wrestling? Like, did you really like watch wrestling yeah. that yes. in depth? You said yes. since four years old, but were you just a regular one promotion guy, or were you Mm-mm. everything? Mm-mm. I watched everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah. You're a local guy. Where you Where are you originally from? Uh, I'm from Queens. From Queens. Yeah. So were you like the the, the you know the indie scene going to Elks and stuff like that? Uh, I I went to one ICW show, mm-hmm. and the main event was Red. Whipwreck and uh, no, I'm sorry. Whipwreck was the ref. Uh, Red, Super Crazy, and Tajiri. Oh. Uh, but other than that, I really spent my time at the Ring of Honor, Hammerstein Ballroom, right. Grand Ballroom. Yeah. Oh, really? That's yeah. where. The, that's where the, the. Yeah, that'll that'll be the place where you open your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised when you said the uh, the ICW show. It wasn't Red and Demonso. That's always yeah. like <laughs> that the, was like uh, the epic saga. Yeah, that never like ends. The, the main event every two months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so when you it just well. The, I guess the opening thing I can say with with Ring of Honor, with Ring of Honor is that that's I guess that's the premier show that you want to look at because it's not your typical, you know, WWE type of promotion with Ring of Honor. Were there guys in Ring of Honor when you started first getting into that you really like play co- uh, close attention to? Yeah, um, Austin Aries was one. Nigel McGuinness was another. Uh, Brian Danielson, and. Uh, at the time, I think Tyler Black just came in, or Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. and uh, that was pretty much my uh, generation of watching Ring of Honor. From, yeah, from uh, 07 to roughly uh, 2010. Yeah, that was about that was about the time where I started picking it up as well. It was just like when you seen those guys come up, and especially when you saw the American Dragon go at it, it was just it, 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 compared to what it is now. It's 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 a farcical of what they did, what he's doing now. Mm-hmm. I even tell people, I said that's not even partial of his move set. It's ridiculous what he does. Same mm-hmm. thing with 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 Tyler Black, Seth Rollins for you guys who don't know. Uh, <laughs> so when you when you were watching it, and you know you started picking it up, did you automatically think when you started training like I'm going to do the same shit these fucking guys are doing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I well, do I, I probably wrestled my first uh, seven matches exactly like Chris Hero. Really? Yes. Pretty much everything he did, I did until uh, one day. Work a little stiff? <laughs> I, I, I don't know that. I haven't wrestled him yet. But, uh, no, what I'm saying, did you work a little stiff? Like <laughs> Those those are lies. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so until John Silver and uh, Alex uh, uh, Reynolds told me, uh, maybe too much hero. Right. So after that, <laughs> like, after that, I tried to find myself. Pull it back a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not a bad person to emulate because Chris Hero is another one of those guys that, it, I mean, I, we, if guys, if you've not heard, this man has done marathon matches like last for like three hours, and I mean that's just it's amazing, that's ridiculous. So if there's anybody you want to look up to in wrestling, Chris Hero is he lives up to the moniker. So you you you've already about a year or two in to wrestling. Mm-hmm. What becomes that? moment in which that you know that you're 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 about to crack the ceiling at house of glory like you you're you're because anybody who goes to house of glory it's red brian and then you're up there the same name with uh smiley and it's you you, when did you know you were about to crack that ceiling uh i was given an opportunity to talk on the microphone uh it was it was brian against sammy callahan Uh i remember that night too sammy ripped up my sign yeah (laughs) (laughs) Right before he went to WWE, and uh, they 
gave me the mic for some reason to say something to Brian. So I thought to myself, what's the worst thing I could say to get the people to hate me or, or get some intrigue uh, into me? Mm. And uh, I think I called myself uh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. To the man of I faith. remember that. We were the front row. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you. And that moniker has stood because every time you go in the regulars and in there, we call you the Matt Messiah. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and we yeah, yell yeah. it out at all bases. And um, it stuck. And, and, and it's true. Like the look, it carries over and such. And, and then the, you guys worked at that angle for, for a year and a half or such. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, it, it was one of, if not the best that House of Glory has shown so far. Mm-hmm. Then after that, you know, you, you, do your tag you have well during that time you get your tag run with Janelle and stuff yeah how I, I mean how is it tagging with someone period I mean Janelle is a guy in, in, in his own stratosphere like he's like yeah. it, it's also weird because it almost seems like two personalities that you didn't see happen mm-hmm. but it it worked well mm-hmm. how is it working as a tag first and then working with Janela? <laughs> uh, I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of being a, in a tag team because I feel like I, I produce better matches as a as a singles wrestler right uh you know janela janela and me had a lot of success and i think the thing was that they saw two um quote-unquote crazy guys and uh put them together and uh janela uh in many ways is a interesting guy (laughs) uh he walks he walks the street in his gear so yeah 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 (laughs) so but that's him, and uh, it works for him. And the team was uh, obviously successful. Uh, cut short, yeah, uh, because he's a uh, he's an asshole. And <laughs> me. Am I allowed to curse on? Yeah, this? sure. It's oh, awesome. Yeah, okay, yeah cool. please. Yeah, don't worry. My um, my eight year old has her headphones on. She's listening to <laughs> Minecraft videos. Who cares? Uh, but that's what I said. Like I I thought that the 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 teaming was. Awkward, but yeah, it worked, and I, I did, I did enjoy it. It was like when I saw the breakup happening uh, at the student show. I believe it was in August, uh, but no, well, it was progressing before, but it actually started to break up a little bit more during that. That's when you got into the. You was in a match with, um, oh, it was a big diesel motherfucker. You oh, <laughs> Jack right. Gallo. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Are you okay? Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that. that match was that match was something. Uh, Probably the most bruising I've ever had. Oh and man! I had uh, I lost feeling in my pinky. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I lost feeling in my pinky for. Uh, I probably can't feel a lot of it now, still, but it's way better than it was. The way that that bottom turnbuckle came off. Yeah, <laughs> we sat back. I mean, even my daughter was in the front row, and she looked at me. She goes, "Daddy, was that supposed to happen?" And I. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really don't know. But you, you, you've been in these type of matches, and you're able to, you know, withstand it. How, like, the next day, what's it like? Uh, the next day, I had to wrestle again. So, oh wow! Yeah, I had to wrestle uh, uh, the next day against the Osirian Portal in our final match in the trilogy, and then after that, I had to go to Canada. So that was another uh, six. Oh hours. my! That's, uh, eight <laughs> hours there. Eight hours back, yeah. How's how's been the booking? You look extremely busy, man. You look like you. It's way yeah, it's way better. Uh, I want more 
and more exposure, but yeah, way better. And almost every weekend, twice a weekend. What's the furthest you've been to? I mean, I know I've been seeing you up and down in the, the in the eastern seaboard. I, I mean, mm-hmm. that well, I think uh, I get. I guess it would be Canada. Right yeah, now. yeah, Toronto. How was that? I, I've heard stories about the Toronto show, but uh, in, in your in your view, how well, the was? first time I went, I faced uh, Jimmy Jacobs. Wow! On, yeah, he went on to the, uh, the Voodoo Princess, the, uh, Zombie, the Zombie Princess. Princess yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> and then uh, after that, I went up there and teamed with uh, Quinn, and we were one night only. Mm-hmm. Uh, first time in House of Glory against uh, two guys. Um, the Overdogs was the tag team name. Yeah, from Toronto. Yes. Right. How was that? It was good. It was fun. Is there any is there any matches that you look upon and you say, "Oh, that man, that was shit." Like dude, every match, every match is a shit match. Yeah, I get, I can get what you're saying. Yeah, because I do the same thing with my podcast. I, I sit here and I go, I mean, you know, I know about like eight people listen to this shit, but I want to try to give a good show for these eight people. <laughs> so, you know, but each time I, I go through and I and I go through the motions, I go, "Shit, I know I could have did this better. I could have said." You feel the same way when you when you going mm-hmm. through every single time. It's it's sick because there's not. I I, I can honestly say that there has not been a match. That I've been disappointed in seeing you in. Uh-huh. Like maybe I would be disappointed that you didn't get the mic, or maybe the match I felt should have went longer, you know. But as in putting it together, I've never seen anything where it was, you know, bot shitty like something like that. Uh-huh. Do you do you think that when you're putting when 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 you in your mind when you're putting these matches together, are you pacing like? Who you working with? Like what, what what's gonna be like going on on that on that match in your mind? Do you do you see do you know already know who you're working with and understanding with how they are? Uh that's really just a team effort really, but Yeah. Yeah. I mean I I see I kinda see it in my mind and then, you know, obviously uh we work from there. Have you ever helped guys? Like have you ever looked at guys and say maybe, you know, you might want to do this or try to do that. Like, uh, I've, I'd rather not do that just because uh, I don't want to be that guy. Not just because not because I don't want to help someone, but it's just I don't feel like I have the right to necessarily right. tell anyone what they should and shouldn't be doing at this point. When was the first time you got your your your, your official boots? When official you, boots? Yeah. Uh, no, I think I had them for my first match. Yeah. Yeah. How much you pay? Uh. Two fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I only mentioned that because I was listening to um a shoot video today with um with Scott Hall. Okay. And he was talking about when uh when he broke in uh and Dusty gave him his first boots and mm-hmm. he paid about two hundred mm-hmm. and he paid him back like a couple of years later. So I always think like uh, for for wrestlers their their real introduction into wrestling, they've made it is when they get their first boots. <laughs> Are you a boot? Do you prefer the boots, or you you like kick pads? And uh, I don't. I mean, I prefer boots, honestly. But uh, my style lately has been more uh, geared toward kick pads and, mm. and wrestling shoes. Yeah. Do you see yourself like transitioning to another, like you know, bringing your your your, your wrestling to another level, like to another style or, or something? Well, I mean, I like to think of myself kind of as a hybrid, anyway. Oh, I love that word. Yeah. <laughs> I can kind of do. I mean, I can't necessarily do like a six thirty splash or anything like that. But I'm pretty, I'm pretty uh, uh, well versed in everything. I think at least. Nah. And when you're when you're in the ring, yeah. And you you you're because you've you've already been in the ring with some like you mentioned some big guys like Jimmy Jacobs or something like that. Mm-hmm. Do you do you 
inside mark out a little bit too. So. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I yeah. don't. Yeah. Once I got into wrestling, I stopped. I'm not saying I stopped being a mark, but I kind of stopped like uh, thinking that way. And now I've, I'm not really impressed by anyone yeah. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got punched by Mick Foley, and that was like, oh, that's cool, I guess. <laughs> I, I didn't like, oh, my God, this is, no. This is, all right, cool. Is there anyone that you, you are dying to meet? Not uh, necessarily wrestle, but just meet in general? Well, I met, the one person I did want to meet, I actually got to meet. But I didn't want to go up to him at all. It was just because, uh, I don't know, I'm weird like that, but. It was Jake Roberts and uh Oh shit. Yeah. He was my he was my guy that I really wanted to meet and uh Mark Quinn was told him and I told him not to. <laughs> told him that I want you know, that I'm a big fan or whatever. And uh then uh, Jake turned to me and was calling me that I should come over, he was calling me a pussy and all that. So hey, come here, pussy. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so I had to go and uh we took a pic and then we uh we spoke. And he's the only guy I ever took a picture with. Uh that uh you know as far as like major stars yeah, i have a i have a quick story about jake i i i had first got with pro slam and um i was doing you know online street team bullshit and you know i just started adding anybody who's affiliated to wrestling on facebook mm-hmm. and i was uh promoting a pro slam event that was happening and it was uh, i believe it was like the second match between red and lorenz dean or some shit yeah and um you know, I did my fancy write up and I was like, you know, see the wrestling talk show host for the Lorenz Dean fight, the world renowned Amazing Red. And in the messaging, I didn't realize I messaged Jake Roberts. <laughs> and then in Facebook, you don't really know if it's really that person or not. So it's like, whatever. About three minutes later, I get a message back. Yeah. And it says, do me a favor, don't ever promote any gimmick or matches on my facebook page without my consent i was like what the fuck so holy shit when i looked at it, i said jake Ro-. i felt his venom quote unquote with yeah. this thing i felt it it's like oh you know pardon me sir i didn't know you know it's a, it's a, i'm just doing what i, I i've been told to do mm-hmm. he goes no problem kid just make sure you don't do it again <laughs> that's all that, that was my my only close encounter with jake yeah. when when you're when you're um booked in these matches and you're 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 looking i mean after one match you're, you're looking for what's going to be you know the progression or what's going to be a story do you see like like what 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 should be the outcome like are you are you prepared like i, I know you're, you're a wrestling guy you're not afraid to put anybody over and such like that but do you see what works and what's not going to work and are you able to like relate that to red and, and brian and stuff like that uh i i mean i would say i I had a heavy hand in in the Brian Gangone feud, and that I like. I'm proud of that feud mm. uh, overall. I mean, we went a year and a half without having a singles match, and then we only had one singles match from it, and right. I'm kind of proud of that. But uh, uh, I mean, I see I see it in my mind. Um, I don't know if I necessarily relay it to him, but I definitely see what I would like to happen. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I wouldn't say that I necessarily uh, relay it to Brian and Red. Right. Yeah. And then when you're out in other promotions mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and you know, and you're 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 working a match, and you got you got these things going on and stuff like that, is it is it tough to work with another promotion as opposed to working with? house of glory because that's your comfort zone do you find that it's tough working with other areas no never 
No, yeah. I, I, I welcome the challenge. And yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's what I want. I mean, I can't, uh, as, as much as I love House of Glory or, or, or whatever the case is, I can't, I, you know, it's just the way wrestling is. Eventually, you will have to move on to bigger and better things, hopefully. So uh, that's kind of the goal uh, in the next five years or so. Notice you got a haircut. Is yeah. that a... Uh, I was bored. <laughs> yeah. I was tired. I, don't, I, 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 I was don't. bored, and then I'm, I was tired of... Uh, the Bray Wyatt uh, storylines I was in. Yeah, I thought it was the. I, I thought I thought it was like you were pretty much uh, getting 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 over with the fans now a little bit with the you you more like a tweener a little bit at House of Glory. Mm, to, yeah, some Lord. people like me, I guess. <laughs> which 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 I right, well before I would do that, I want to just do some plugs for you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> House of Glory presents Civil War, guys. If you're not if you if not been to House of Glory yet, you're missing out, and this is going to be the event to be at. It's a December 11th Friday, guys. Come on, Amazura NYC Arena. It's at 9112 144th Place in Jamaica. Tickets are on sale at HouseOfGloryOnline.com. Guys, general admission is twenty dollars. Second row is thirty, and front row is forty. Uh, I, like I said, I've been to almost all of them. I think I probably missed one or two because of work or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But I've been to, that's why we're known as the regulars. Bell time is at, uh, 7.30s. Door opens at 6 o'clock. Really? Doors open at 6? Yeah. Lately, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Okay. Well, I'm gonna hold you guys to that shit. <laughs> you have a special meet and greet with, uh, Justin Gabriel from, uh, Global Force Wrestling as well as Lucha Underground's Johnny Mundo. Uh, for the dream match, which I'll get to that in a minute, but uh, we have Johnny uh, John Morrison going against Justin Gabriel uh, for the championship world championship match at House of Glory. We have Smiley versus Dirty Daddy Chris Dickerson. How did that happen? That's going to be interesting. We have um, we have your match. Mm-hmm. You want to you want to you want to pose, pose that one? The bad boy Joey Janella. Versus the rogue Anthony Gangone, versus wrestling savior JT Dunn in and Cash Flows Ken Broadway. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah, that is that is a mix right there. That fatal four way is gonna be something. Yeah, I I, I expect some um some some hard nose <laughs> uh, bare knuckle fighting. Yeah. <laughs> There's gonna be some brawling out there. Uh, we also have the the ladies match. We have uh, Kimberly going up against uh, Sonya Strong. That's going to be interesting as well. How is that going with you guys at House of, Glo- House of Glory, pushing that, uh, that that women's division? How's that? Uh, I mean, uh, this is the first official women's match. So, uh, you know, That's ho- hopefully th- it gets better from there. Yeah, because, I, I mean, Sonya has shown to be like she's going to be like the first lady of like House of Glory and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's gonna she, she's, she's, been, she's been showing... And then we have the uh, steel cage match: loser leaves HOG, amazing red versus big boss, the boss of all bosses, Brian XL, your friend. Yeah, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> where did the where did the the moniker of the rogue come from? Um, well, I kind of think that's how who I am in real life. I've just I don't really uh, adopt everyone else's opinions. So mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I'm on the outside. Uh, looking in sometimes. That's what it, 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 it. It's it's one of those it's one of those nicknames and monikers that you didn't think was already like picked up. I don't. I've never seen anybody use it. No, we uh, just Brian Pillman had the Rogue Horseman. Yeah, the Rogue Horseman. Yeah, yeah. but other than that, yeah. Which which was 
that that's pretty that's that's an honor to even consider. Brian was uh, Brian Pillman is like that dude. He's like one of those guys that really nobody he's underrated. Not many guys appreciate his work. Mm-hmm. So guys, just check that out at House of Glory Online dot com. You can get your tickets there as well as at the gate. But I would figure that you guys get it now beforehand. Um, like I said, if you haven't been to a House of Glory event, it is not one to miss. So I'm sitting here with Mr. Anthony Gangone, and um, it's just it, it, I I'm I'm I, I can say I'm pretty proud to say that I, I've been there from the be- like one of the beginnings, and to see you guys come along to be the success that you are now. You went from the small little handball courts to you know the little boxing gym to mm-hmm. this big arena. How has that? I mean, you you're there. How has that been for you? How have you been taking it? That's that? crazy. Um, I mean, we went from that boxing gym. Uh, from that world title show, uh, tournament show, all the way to Amazora, which is like a huge, huge jump, and just you know, it's an inconvenience for me because you guys are really like down the yeah, block, yeah. And it was easy for us to get to these shows, and yeah. now it's like we. Well, now yeah, <laughs> it, it is hard to get to these shows now because the parking. I thought parking in uh, over here was bad, but oh, over there. By the way, did you have trouble having absolutely about parking? Yeah. <laughs> I had the. I have to walk a few blocks now. Oh yeah, they, they, the, yeah. there was also the um, the House of Glory tag team tournament. Do you, do you guys want to plug that? They have it on your YouTube site. Uh yeah, we have a lot of matches on the YouTube site. Yeah, there's. I mean, I, I think you guys have just put it up, and also um, promote your, your social media sites as well. Oh uh, yeah, uh, my favorite. I love social media. Not. Uh, <laughs> I have to have it on. It's like pulling teeth. Yeah, I hate it. It's uh, at House of Gangone. Uh, on Twitter and find I guess find me on Facebook. Did you get did Did you come up with that as well? Or? House of Gangone. Yeah. Well, because it's true. Uh, <laughs> but when <laughs> I know I know what you're saying because I do the work for the, the regular season and it seems just like that. Like if it's work, it's like ugh. Yeah. Why can't just people just like it? And just period. And like, yeah. I'm over here like telling people to do this shit. Mm-hmm. But um, how's it been? I mean. Like I said earlier, you you seem to now be working more. Seems more like if it's a tweener thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's how's that transition been? Because you were a guy who who drew easy heat. Like it was it was easy for for you to to get it. Like how's it been like now? It is um is getting I, I mean, fanfare I would, good? I wouldn't I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily a good guy because I'm not. But uh, you know, you have uh, someone like Joey Janela. Um, he's kind of easy to play off of, I guess, and uh, he's people kind of hate him more than they hate me. So <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm the good guy by default. Well, well, by default, which is, I mean, I don't know. I I I saw I saw when you would when you were coming to the ring, and you know, you're pretty much. I've heard old ladies yell shit at you. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean it's yeah. it's it's hilarious. How does it feel? I mean, I know as 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 a as a wrestler. You want to draw an emotion from, from fans and such, but you know you have those who want to you know cheer a like you know someone who's a bad guy. Yeah. Does that bother you when that occurs? Uh, does it bother me? No. Yeah. I mean, they're just horrible people. If they're <laughs> chanting for me. I, I say some pretty messed up things. I've done pretty messed up things. They so. need psych medication. Yeah. I guess. They do. Uh, the reason why I say is because I myself I'm I'm one of those that I don't I don't really care if someone's a face good guy bad guy heel I I'm a fan of the wrestler mm-hmm. and if you're good 
I'm gonna I'm gonna cheer you. I'm gonna applaud you. You know, and you were one of those guys that's like that. Same thing when Brian was a was working as the good guy, the man of faith, or whatever. I used to boo the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, boo. Yeah. Then when he finally cashed in, and I was like, oh, I was like, yes, that's yeah. it. Because I appreciate I appreciate that work, like how how you guys do it that way. When you go to other promotions, like, can you like? Turn it on and off like that. If you have to work as a good guy, you're able to put it on that way. Is it? I'm, I mean, I would say I'm pretty much the same. Yeah. Either way, yeah. So yeah. There's not much turning on and off. Yeah. Is there anybody in particular that you you found that it was difficult to work with? Difficult to work with? Yeah. Uh, no. 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 You're pretty easy going out. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's very pretty much the way. Do you carry the hardware like when you have the belts? Do you actually walk around with them? Like, do you, uh, can no. you? <laughs> can you can you like take them up and down Myrtle Avenue and show no them? no no no? It's, people stare at me anyway. So it's just weird. Need, yeah, yeah, it is weird. I would. I take the the replica belts that I have here from WWE and just walk around. Uh, I go through you know because I work in psych, so I put them on as you know. I'm like, oh, don't oh this this is nothing. I just it's a Gucci belt. <laughs> but uh, when when you when you get you know when you get the titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, now you get other looks. The other promotions recognize that, and you know, in do the, the calls come in easier? Uh I wouldn't say that, but I maybe. I mean, for it's kind of worked out for Smiley yeah. as of late. Yeah, he's the House of Glory World Champion, and he's getting looked at by many promotion, um, more exposure promotions. So, mm. Yeah. Uh, maybe it does. I don't. Know. It hasn't worked out for me. I just try to have really? the best match. Yeah, because I really see. I really think that. Man, like I said earlier, I think out of the two guys besides Brian and Red, it seems like you two guys are the ones that are getting like a lot of work. Yeah, and probably I, Quinn himself. Quinn is also yeah, looking like he's getting bookings as well. I wouldn't say it was because any championships. I mean, I barely held that tag team. Yeah. Team, so yeah. But when you go when you when 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 you go to other promotions and you're working with your guys, like you know the guy House of Glory guys. Yeah. Does it make it easier? Do you feel as though like? No, I hate it. <laughs> I don't want to work with them anymore. Yeah, I'm tired of them. It's enough. Yeah, yeah. I see them at. I see it's pretty much you see them at home. I don't want to see them yeah. out either. Yeah. <laughs> it's like God. Yeah. Okay. Do I have to work with you again? Yeah. Uh, when have you have you helped? I mean, like you you said, you not you you haven't you don't think you've earned your stripes to be one to help guys along with mm-hmm. But do you do you assist like in training and stuff since you've been in so long? Like, I mean, only if, only for red ass. Yeah. Yeah. I try to. I keep my uh my distance from all that as long as if red asks me then i'll do it but i don't want to step on anyone's toes how um like how many guys do you get per class i mean from what i see in the videos it's a lot of yeah a lot of i mean especially from when i first started it was like i don't know 20 let's say yeah but now it's like i don't know 60 or 70 jeez yeah that's a man that's Mm -hmm. good when and and when you when you first started it was what how many guys were in your class not many right i mean uh other than flanders right i don't think anyone else i was working with him flanders yeah oh he's great (laughs) no one it's his he's, he's he should be in more places but uh that's kind of his fault. Yeah, he is. He is Flanders. He all is Flanders. Time. Yeah, all the time. I had him on. He's probably been like he was probably one of the the, the quintessential of what being your gimmick and being you. Yeah, but you could also see the side of him that you 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 you, you can draw yourself yeah. to him. And when we did his interview, and I sat across from him, and I was like, "Wow, I could probably understand why people want to punch you in the mouth." Yeah. <laughs> 
we, do you get that a lot about you when people see you that, that they feel as though that they that they want to punch me in the mouth yeah well, no one no one has tried that good very yes, good we don't need but, that happening yeah, maybe some some evil eyes yeah <laughs> oh man so what's it like outside of outside of the ring like they, do you have like a, a regular nine to five and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Unfortunately, unfortunately, but, yeah. But uh, you know, it doesn't uh, really affect too much. Is wrestling going? Do you see wrestling like? Is that the goal? Yeah. You know, you want to. Yes. What do you What do you want to do in five years with it? Like, um, hopefully, the next two or three, I'll be uh, somewhere like uh, Evolve or Ring of Honor, and then uh, you know, the big, the big shows. The big show. Yeah. It's like Chris Chris Seaton was on a, a few episodes ago, and he, he he was like he was hoping to see Japan, and I was I was astounded by that. I was like, wow, a lot of guys don't say that. Yeah, no, no, that's yeah. that's somewhere I think may I, I don't want to say more realistical, but I I think my style would definitely fit there. There in like England would be the yeah. two places that very know. very underrated. A lot of people don't understand how, how England and Ireland has like this big wrestling. Yeah, especially now. Yeah, now it's gotten. Yeah ridiculous over there mm-hmm. uh but i can I, a guy like you i can see i can see easily evolve and then from there the doors will open up ridiculously for you like yeah. Yeah. but let's just say you you're 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 not the biggest guy yeah no yeah you know, we're working on that we we're actually going to yeah. give you we're going to try to get you extra kneecaps <laughs> <laughs> but you're not the biggest guy yeah. but it still works to your advantage do do you think people judge you by that when when they first uh see you in bookings and stuff like that uh it hasn't really i I wouldn't say that as far as the indie indie way because everyone's kind of small yeah in the indies right. and then you realize when you see some of these guys that have been to the big show that mm. when you see them you know obviously bobby lash is just as big as he is on tv right. in real life but you see these guys and you're like ah, oh, they're not not that not to offend them or anything but they're not as big as they seem on television right know? so it, it kind of uh, makes you happier as a as an indie worker. Yeah, I think like, there's only like two guys that I saw that were like real life massive. Yeah, like, one, one of them was um, Mark Henry. Yeah, in real life, it was just I saw him as amazing. That back was astounding. And a guy who I didn't think was big on TV but looks humongous in real life was Jack Swagger. Yeah, it's that's corn fed ridiculousness. Yeah. Do uh, do you want to aim to be like that kind of jacked up look, or you you're pretty, you're pretty much set with the 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 physique you have? Right no, now? no, 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 no. I always I have I have to look better. Yeah, look at but, Red. Red is putting up pictures today. Yeah. He's yeah. Where did that come from? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, I have to look better, and uh, I wouldn't say that I'll ever be a, a bodybuilder looking guy, but mm. I definitely have to look better. But uh, I just want to be, you know. Hey, that's a wrestler kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. When you, I mean, you seem to be, I mean, when, with, with the things that I see in the ring and go that goes on, you seem to be like a guy who's creative. Do you see yourself doing something outside of wrestling creatively? Like I, I, I like I tell you, your pro, your promo work is it's, it's 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 amazing compared to what you know new guys are coming up trying to do. Like yeah. you, you seem a natural to do it. Do you see? Would you see yourself doing some like something different? I mean, I think that that's kind of the goal for me is after after I wrestle and I have my 50-year career or whatever, <laughs> uh, that I would I hopefully would go do something, become a writer or producer yeah. or whatever the case is, yeah. Yeah, because you, 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 ha- you exude as though like you're, 
the, the 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 creative juices is there, although you do come off a little brash, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, you do seem as though like you you you're able to put stuff together. Maybe you know do outside, you know, do your own booking at other places and stuff like that. But you do seem as though like you can put things together. Is there any other outlets other than wrestling that you're able to express yourself that way? Uh, creatively, yeah. Probably, probably not. Maybe gear design. Really? And, uh, yeah, no. But other than that, no, not really. Just Russ. You don't mean to tell me you don't pick up the joysticks and play two K sixteen and book yourself? No. I do not play video <laughs> games. I do not play video games. I don't. Uh, I hate trying to create myself. Uh, so. Believe me, no. There's already been individuals I've seen. I've done it. I've created you before my other oh, games. Oh, thank you. But there's <laughs> other individuals who I've seen. They've done it, and I'm like, fuck, this guy did it before me. Shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when when do you do you still study? Like wrestling today, are you watching uh, promote like different promotions now? Are you still yeah, yeah. I I have to watch everything pretty much. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I know this because there's certain there's certain guys who I don't know if they do it as it's blasé or they just think that it's cool to say no. I don't watch anything else. You know, I just study my craft differently. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, uh, uh, they must be great then. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> they must be really good. <laughs> well. Once again, I I I, I gotta thank I gotta thank Anthony for being Anthony Gangone. Uh, once again, we gotta do the plugs, and I just have some more questions, and yeah, yeah, we're yeah, kicking yeah. around for a little bit. Right now, we have WWE Raw in the background. That's why I ask if you still watch shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, House of Glory Civil War will be Friday, December eleventh. Get your tickets now. You can get them at HouseOfGloryOnline dot com, as well as. Uh, if you bump into Anthony in the street, maybe he has tickets. He could. No, don't, don't, even, <laughs> don't even come to me, please. Leave me alone. You have the dream match schedule, which is with John Morrison, Johnny Mundo versus Justin Gabriel. I heard they it happened already. Uh yeah, it did. Uh, somewhere in I, I don't know where it was. Not anywhere near New York. Yeah, I was like, really? Yeah, unless you know, I, it's, it's a dream match for New York. There you go. There we go. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, it's a dream match for us. <laughs> Then we have uh, the world champion, Smiley, going up against their dirty daddy, Chris Dickerson. We also have, uh, for the House of Glory World Tag Team match, we have EYFBO versus the Private Party. Can you tell me what EYFBO means? Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've been trying I think to get... you have to ask them. <laughs> yeah, I know what it means. but Is it dirty? A little bit. I knew it. I knew it was dirty. <laughs> Then we have the steel cage match. Loser leaves House of Glory. Amazing Rare versus the boss. Boss of all bosses, Brian XL. Then we have the first ever women's match. Sonya Strong versus Kimberly. Then we have our boy here. The rogue, Anthony Gangone, going against the bad boy, Joey Janela. The pro wrestling savior, JT Dunn. And Mr. Cashflow himself, Ken Broadway. Think I could get Ken Broadway on the show? Ken Broadway? Yeah, you think Why would you want that? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I, I got I to gotta get a certain demographic. Maybe he could work oh, with me getting oh, yeah. that. I'm not bringing the right demo. Huh? <laughs> no, no. You're going to bring the exact demo I need right now. You have no idea. Like I said, there's, I, I know there's other podcasts right now. Once, once this one is uploaded, I'm like, fuck. Yeah? <laughs> Seriously, they're going to be just sitting there going, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, just once again, you want to plug that uh, social media site yeah, that you can't sure, stand. whatever. It's at House of Gangone at uh, on Twitter, and then uh, I'm on Facebook. Just search my name, <laughs> just, and I'll think about adding you. Thank oh please, thank you because you did add me. I want to thank yes. you for that. 
thing. I felt, I felt honored and pleased. <laughs> oh, man. So after this break, uh, you want to play a game? Uh, I guess so. It'll be. It's, it's not too bad. It's, yeah, not, it's, okay. not, it's, not, it's not like the last three outs. The last three outs we play on this show is just treacherous. It's ridiculous. Uh, once again, guys, thank you for downloading this podcast. And listen to it on Stitcher as well as on getting it from RageWorks.net and as on iTunes. We'll come back after halftime. Check you out in a minute. Stay Then that's in my work. And I stay on sleep. Tell watch your swerve. Don't even give in the time. I got popped on the car. Nigga, that my work. My work. My work. My work. My work. Nigga, that my work. My work. My work. My work. My work. And I stay on sleep. Tell watch your swerve. No niggas in the town. Get popped on the car. If it was up, another way, just to get by, and get through the day, and you're nigga like that, I'm gonna get paid, nigga that's no lie, what, what, cause I gotta do a vision like that, and the way that I shine, got niggas looking for shade, niggas keep how you up and they dead, and they more niggas gon' make them head, they say for weeks till I die, and I got that shit like a gay, I can't mess with these bro niggas, why, because they be strumming below, and they smoke from the light, Already on the way to the bed. In between your girl legs, my niggas been making the rent. And the niggas so flat that this regular collar, my shit be on play. Since I made my home money, no longer nobody tell me to complain. complain. When I hit that morning, no ball of her niggas just staying in the zone. It is another broad day, let it spray nigga, nothing like me. Whoa, it's on a wrist, so go with them cake. Turn to your faces, blood that you taste. If a weed, we be smacked at the loud, it was lace. Niggas be tight, nigga, back and relate. That's why I slip them cheating, watch out for the jacks. Pigs with that clap at you just for your rest. But back up with that tweet, we put them in this place. This ain't shot random, me watch what I say. And my shit be so hot, they listen when I play. Your boy got the juice, my wrist is minute, man. Shorty been digging, that nigga no great. And gain no sleep, but believe that shit play. I'm like, God, get spell up. Nigga, that my word. Stay okay, and that's in my work. I mean, I stay on flee. Tell them watch your swag. No niggas in the town. Get popped on the car, nigga. Got my work, my work, my work, my work, my work, nigga. Got my work, my work, my work, my work, my work. And I stay on flee. Tell them watch your swag. No niggas in the town. Get popped on the car. I keep it a hundred and hot like a fever. No canary, my tights like they niggas. Niggas can't see making talking, no bleaching. No sanitation, no niggas be sleeping. Don't let you agree, niggas mess with them heaters. She want a Bronx nigga, hit it like Jeter. Keep her moves and a nigga, no leader. So on the low and then the little one might keep her. Go around late night, so broad daylight. So no one I say, get that it's the way on sight. No heaven, hard man, she deep on that night. She be on the side with the young like Spike. It's public and me, don't believe the hype. And I like, I mean, how you like, I took a fight. And I miss a snap food with that handy for white. I feel that nigga feeling right, real nice. I go cover when I go tonight. Shorty don't throw me, but no, I'm not guy. Shorty let a nigga show me what he hit it from behind. So I throw the energy jack to be real highlight. And a nigga laying down, so you know I'm on the mind. Back to the money, cause I'm all about a dime. And I stay up with him, sure, niggas, they be moving slime. Hit his shoes, nigga, fade, I'm like Kobe in his prime. Nigga, know the 40 whole way like Bago. And I'm so hot like Coop Jaro. And it's gonna start to make it to tomorrow. And the nigga go play like Fargo. We are. Stay low key, then I shit my work. 
And I stay on flip Tell her watch your swallow Know the niggas in the town Get cars in the car, nigga, that might work My work, my work, my work, my work Nigga, that might work My work, my work, my work, my work And I watch your swallow No niggas in the town Get pop in the car Score in the red zone. Score in the red zone. Score in the red zone. I really got to come up with a better jingle than that shit. Is that you? <laughs> I'm not gonna say. I'm not. I'm really not. I'm gonna want to incriminate myself in that. So, um, just, 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 just before I start off, I just want to say, like. But do you know what you're gonna say before you go into the ring? Do you have like an idea of what's gonna pop off, or do you feel as or do you like feel the crowd out first and stuff? No, no, I have no idea what I'm gonna say. Really? Yeah, no. <laughs> I just go out there and say whatever I want. Who do you think is like? In like, who do you think is like one of the best promo guys ever? Like who? Ever? Ever? Uh, Jake Roberts? Yeah. Yeah, he's probably the best. I mean, for me, one of the best ever. Yeah. Man, the man. Spoke softly, yeah, but had power behind it. Yeah, I try to do that, but I end up yelling. <laughs> Get out here, Brian, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Man of Faith. Yeah. Um, I can say that I've always i I was a big fan of of Piper. Roddy Piper was one of those guys that yeah. I loved to hear, and like now, as to be honest, like indie guys, like Danny DeMonte was freaking. He's ruthless. He's mm-hmm. he's just merciless. Mm-hmm. I he's another one that he goes in the ring. I go give him the mic, give him the mic. I want to hear him bury somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna play score in the red zone right now. Right uh, for this game, it's just gonna be ten questions, and you're just pretty much gonna answer uh, this year. This, I mean, me, this week's topic is just wrestling nicknames. Since you are the rogue. Uh, Let's see if you can spot other wrestlers' nicknames. Oh, God. I'm on the spot now. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be too bad. It'll be all right. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't dig too deep. Now get 50% off all dominoes. Crap, that's horrible. I didn't want um, to be so obscure that it'll throw you off. Uh-huh. I want to I keep the genius intact. Cool. You're going to make me look good. <laughs> I'm putting you over right now. <laughs> Let me get this commercial out of the way. That was obnoxious. There we go. All right, here we go. Ah, yeah, the music is All right. So for wrestlers' nicknames, the first one on the on the table will be the Gold Standard. Are you sure, sir? There you go. That's one. Next one up, the A list. It's everyone. Every, every uh, it's a guy in NYWC named Galvin. Actually, Galvin is I'll give that to you. Well, there you go. 
Sorry. <laughs> there you go, Alvin. I just mentioned you. <laughs> you, just, you just dropped him here. Next one up is... Oh, Deathmatch Jesus. I forget that with the whole, you know, Matt Messiah and, and, and you know, uh, Jesus thing you have going on. I mean, I could be at a, uh, this guy on the Indies, uh, Stone, it could be Bruce Brody, I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna tell you. It's Necro Butcher. Oh, Necro. Okay. Next one up is uh, the generic Luchador. Uh, that was nice. Then we have the American Dragon. Right. You didn't say the other name. Yeah. <laughs> uh. The King of Diamonds or the War King? Uh, that would be Eddie Kingston. Nice. Uh, the Weasel. Bobby the Brain Cleaner. The Freak. Man knows his stuff, people. He knows his stuff. The Pearl of the Orient. No hints here. Japanese legend. Russell in the States? Yes, he has. He was recently at TNA. Great Muda. And finally. The Mastodon. Uh, Vader. There you go, sir. You only missed one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, also, you also got the uh, the other obscure indie ones, so yeah, uh, you get the bonus ones for that one. <laughs> and that was scoring in the red zone, guys. So once again, I, I have to say, you have been a pleasure, man. I, I, I like I said, if there's there's anything after this, like I said, if I, I would have to get Brian, but I, I think I would have to um, buy him filet mignon and and some some a big bottle of of of, of something licorice and expensive yeah. and stuff. <laughs> Maybe like some obscure vodka that he would want to drink. Yeah. But other than that, you have been well, the quintessential of what guys who, who want to come into the business, who really want to know what it's about. You, you, you're the guy who, who was the example of what it should be. And I, and I commend you and I congratulate you for the, the success that you've had oh, so far. You. You've been, you've been a good guy. And for you to actually come in and do the show, which I sat there and I, you know, I pined away. I was like, I don't think I'm going to get Anthony. I said, fuck it. Let me message him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but I thank you for doing that, man. Well, thank you. Uh, once again, house of glory guys, check it out. December 11th. You guys can go out and, and get the tickets on house of glory online.com. You get to see this man go in there and kick Joey Janela's ass. Yep. That is going to be the shit. <laughs> We'll, uh, that will be, like I said, December 11th on a Friday. Doors open at six ish. <laughs> yes. 
six ish. Bell time is at seven thirty. Show is at Amazura New York City Arena. You can get your tickets once again at houseofgloryonline.com. Uh, general admission is twenty dollars. Second row is thirty. First row is forty. Uh, it's it's going to be a full card, guys. Once again, uh, Justin Gabriel versus Johnny Mundo. Uh, Smiley for the World Heavyweight Championship versus Dirty Daddy Chris Dickerson. We have EYFBO going against Private Party for the House of Glory World Tag Team Titles. We also have the first ever women's match, which is Sonya Strong versus Kimberly. I'm eager for that. Have you fought Kimberly before? No. Nah, right? No. That girl could take a bump, man. Yeah. That's a strong chick. Maybe one day. One, <laughs> maybe yeah. one day you'll serve her. Yeah. Something. yeah. <laughs> uh, we also have. Uh, the loser leaves House of Glory, Amazing Red versus the Boss, Brian XL. I have some reservations about that match. Mm-hmm. I really do. I have, I have some, I have some thoughts about it. I think I'll save it for my Turnbuckle Tabloid segment later on in the show, but I don't know. Red is getting a little jacked there. I, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was going for Brian because, uh, the reason why I said we're going to go for Brian because he follows me on Instagram, so uh, <laughs> yeah, he follows me. And it was prior to him doing that shit at the purge where he said, "You follow me, I follow you." You follow me on Instagram? No, I got him on August during that show. He followed me then. Okay. <laughs> and then we have the fatal four way match. We have the bad boy Joey Janela going against the wrestling savior JT Dunn. Cash flows Ken Broadway and the man that I have seated in front of me, the rogue Anthony Gangone. Once again, sir, thanks again, man. Oh, thank you. You are awesome. Yes. All right, guys. Uh, check me out in a minute. I got some more stuff to kick it with y'all about. And uh, hopefully the rogue uh, doesn't hit me with a stiff elbow before we walk out of here. Catch you guys in a sec. Yeah, that's what's up. Yo, what up, yo? Yo, that was a shorty on the phone. So I see she's coming through tonight. For some WWE Network and Slam. Some what? WWE Network and Slam. Don't you mean Netflix and chill? Nah, 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 nah. I ain't done with that shit. But yo, shit is that she want to come to the crib and get lit up. You know what I mean? But yo, I ain't get my check until the end of the week. Man, that's crazy. So, wait a minute. What are you drinking? Oh, this man shit. This is my shit right here. This old St. Heineken. Old St. Heineken? What the fuck is that? Yo, son, this is that shit right here. Tell me right now, if she drink this, swear to you, you gonna be slamming that ass by the time WrestleMania 3's main event pop off. You know what I mean? Her, let me taste that shit. Yeah. <coughs> Yo, did you put this bottle in your ass? This thing tastes fucking disgusting. Yeah, but I tell you something right now. If she drink this shit, you gonna be tasting some ass. Alright, I'm gonna go cop that right now. Old Saint Heineken. That do right right there. Old Saint Heineken. That drink will get you fucked up. The regular season sportscast. Send in the closer. So this week I'm going to close out the show with um, there's a lot of stuff that's been going on lately in the sports world, but as well as and other areas, especially in my life. But um, for this week, 
I want to talk about endings. And when I mean by endings, I mean, you know, there's certain parts in our lives, be it professional, be it personal, being, and, well, basically just finding a way to put an ending to what you have put into for a long time. You know, we could take what's going on with Kobe right now, and he's come to the understanding that, you know, for something that he loved for so long, he's not going to be able to do it anymore. And and that happens. You know, sometimes there comes a time when we have to come to the a, a, a chapter in our life when we have to find closure. The same thing can be said about other sports personalities and, and athletes. We have, you know, we could look at Peyton Manning, who's injury he's injury written and there's there's that chapter that's about to close for him and although he may be contemplating what's the next step for him it's it's written on the walls we all have to find that moment in which we know that it's over it's over for 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 many many different reasons be relationships, be career-wise, and unfortunately, in certain situations in life, it's it's over. The worst part is having to let go, when knowing that for someone, it's that time to go, and be it leaving the stage or the field. The court, or be it whatever situation that you're in, letting go can be difficult and hard, and it's going to be a problem, and it's going to be it's going to be painful. But at the end of the day, you look for what is going to be the life afterwards, and we have to look at the positives rather than the negatives you had a long run you had a good run and it's time to move on once again i want to thank you guys for listening to the regular season sportscast you guys have been awesome and i appreciate each and every one of you who listen also you guys who have been giving and providing feedback via social media with that you could get us at facebook at the regular season sportscast you can get us on Instagram at the regular season sports. You can also find me on Twitter at RWJ TRSS and check out the YouTube page, which has my interview with Panda Beast and also the hit single. Hello, Rhonda. Uh, you guys who've been downloading it and uh, oh, so, uh, just listening or viewing it and mistakenly come across it looking for a Dell song. Thanks for the view. You guys have been awesome and, 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 and also being participants and, and asking questions, providing your own sports feedback as well as other stuff on the social media sites. You guys have been cool. Soon I'll be reaching out for you guys to uh, get your more feedback on questions and answers as well. I want to find out what stuff you want to know about. And one, I'm looking in the future, possibly having a contest in which a lucky winner will be able to sit with me and on the regular season sportscast 
chair of buffoonery and we could we could shoot the shit about sports which would be cool uh once again if you guys are interested in getting some graphic tees and other apparel it's christmas you, know, you gotta go shopping you know we have them lovely ladies out there who might want to get themselves a walking dead t-shirt you know, buy it for that lucky man in your life you could go to rageworks.net slash uh Sorry, shop. You could get you could get the because uh, I'm about to do another read. You could get all the apparel there, and be sure that you guys uh, check in because you know they might have some stuff in it that might fit your fancy. Who knows? Once again, I want to thank Anthony Gangone for coming down to the regular season sportscast. You could get him at House of Gangone. That is his Twitter, and he says if you find him on Facebook at Anthony Gangone. He might add you, so cross your fingers. Because if he added me, then you know you might have a shot. Not a lot of people add me, really. They really don't. You could also check out House of Glory, December eleventh. That's a Friday, guys. Civil War. That night's gonna be crazy, man. I, I, I'm, I'm already anticipating, you know, a big turnout, especially what they got going on. You have uh, the New York Dream match because apparently somebody else did it. You have the New York Dream match. You have. Johnny Mundo going up against PJ Black. You also have Loser Lee's House of Glory with the boss of bosses. Brian XL going against the Amazing Red in a steel cage match. Both these men look jacked up and Brian's been talking mad shit on social media. <laughs> He's been smacking it up on there. Then we have the Fatal 4-Way with our guy, Mr. Anthony Gangone, the rogue, squaring off, squaring off against Joey Janella, the juice, Mr. JT Dunn, and Ken Broadway. Cash flow, cash flow, Inc. And we have the first ever women's match. We have Kimberly going up against Sonya Strong, which I anticipate to be a very, very, very entertaining match. And I know all you young men out there will have your boners ready. <laughs> and then we also have oh my right and then we also going to have for the house of glory world heavyweight tag team titles we have eyfbo which i still don't know the name of that what, what the hell that means going up against uh mark quinn and his boy isaiah cassidy you guys cannot miss that match last time they tore it up so make sure that you guys are there. Tickets are on sale at houseofgloryonline.com. Uh, like I said, I believe uh, general admission is $20. Uh, it, 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 it's it's, it's going to be fun, man. You guys going to be there. And um, doors open 6-ish, I'm going to say. And bell time is at 730. Once again, I want to thank you guys for coming down and uh being a part of my family and sitting in front of me and doing all that. I feel like I'm in a talk show. <laughs> That's the way I'm going out. Um, I never know how to really go out at the end of the show. So I guess I'll just go out and say peace. The regular season sports cast. <laughs>